Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Great to have you with us today on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Uh, we get uh, we get this. Astros are great at closing. Rangers playing in Houston. Call it a pick 'em. All right, pick 'em. And then, by the way, that I don't know what time the hearing is, but uh, the hearing is today, according to uh, Major League Baseball source, what they told uh, ESPN. So it's possible that he could miss uh, the game tonight, um, Abreu, and then uh, the first game of the World Series if they were to go on and uh, and win it. Uh, it's it's interesting to me. I didn't just in looking at this article, Jamie. Uh, two guys that were fined in addition to uh, Garcia and uh, and and Abreu, Brian Abreu, um, Matt Bush and Lance McCullers Jr. Matt Bush isn't even on the playoff roster. He was a guy that was added for I believe the division series and then taken off for the ALCS. He'd just been called up. He's like only made one appearance. He can't be hardly making any money. Uh, but he got fined, and he's not permitted, nor is McCullers, to sit on the bench for the uh, remainder of the ALCS, which is today. <laughs> okay. He went out there and fought for his teammate. <laughs> he had nothing to lose. He had nothing to, well, he had nothing to lose because he doesn't have anything, right? <laughs> that's just that's kind of that's kind of crazy. I I don't know. I, let me let me ask you this one one last thing on this uh, for the moment, if. Do you think Garcia should have just worn it? I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know the nature of his personality. So, I mean, he was pretty quick to. I mean, he he was he was it seemed like he was madder at Maldonado, the catcher, than he was the pitcher because he didn't run out. Uh, everybody's always mad at Maldonado. I mean, that's he seems like he's the biggest instigator in all these fights between the Rangers and Astros. Yeah, so he, he's uh, the new AJ Brzezinski in yeah. okay. Major League Baseball. Okay, so I mean yeah. he 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 turned to him first before he you know usually the guy throws down the bat and runs out with his arms flailing and tries to get to the pitcher and then catcher tries well, to Garcia, catch. Garcia, you would like to think is smart enough that he's not going to do that in the middle of a postseason series. You'd like to think so. You'd like to think so. You'd like to think so. You can. You can try to claim, oh, that pitch just got away from mm-hmm. me. You can't accidentally say that my legs accidentally <laughs> took me to the pitcher's mound. <laughs> I was running to first, and I just got I a just, little, I got distracted. I got a little off balance. After I got hit in the shoulder, I must have had a concussion because I didn't know where I was running. Right. <laughs> so anyway, that that's that's no bueno for him. So uh, it, I don't know. It's exciting. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm pumped up, man. It's a get your popcorn night tonight. Although I don't know about popcorn, but maybe, 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 maybe. But it it, uh, it certainly is. It's a it's appointment um, time for. Uh, if this isn't a get your popcorn night, mm-hmm. what we, do you need well, to I, have popcorn? We just have so. It's game seven. We just for right now we're, we're our refrigerator stuffed with food with leftovers, and I'm a big fan of the leftover and my. My choices. What are, does that have to do about having popcorn? Well, it's like, well, because we got so much in leftovers. I, I didn't ask you if you didn't have food in the, refri- in yeah. the refrigerator. 
I asked you what's wrong with popcorn. Nothing. Nothing's <laughs> wrong with popcorn. I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm so a have big... some popcorn tonight for Game Seven of the American League Championship Series Mine. against two teams that hate each other. Mike, what uh, chili dog on your agenda for tonight? I don't know what I'm doing for dinner tonight. I haven't gotten that far, but there will probably be popcorn. <laughs> probably be popcorn okay. because this is the definition of get your popcorn ready. Yeah. Uh, this from Radiation Station. Nice reminder: Women's soccer today. They play in Ames. Uh, let's go, lady. Uh, they're actually the Red Raiders. Bring home a Big Twelve championship. Yeah, I mean, it might be a sunny day for Tom Stone at the end of the day today. Awesome day. Yeah, you know, make get out one of those salad bowl Big Twelve trophies and uh, slap a Texas Tech soccer sticker on it. You don't care what it looks like if it's given to you. No, you just not, appreciate. Not at all. Not, not at all. Not at all. You say thank you, man. Have another. Yes. Uh, Paul says this. Good morning. Finished the Paladuro 50K trail race Sweet. on Saturday. I did all right for a 52-year-old. Well, congratulations, go, Paul. man. That's awesome, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, Pepsi Man reports in this morning. Good morning, guys from El Paso. Had a great weekend at the game on Friday. Too bad the Rangers didn't win and had a great time at the state fair. Hopefully the Rangers can pull it out tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Hope they, hope they can. Hope they can. All right, Jamie. Uh, Red Raiders uh, football team in Provo, Utah on Saturday. Uh, they lose the ball game 27-14. to 14. I mean, pretty, pretty easy to dissect this one. Cannot turn the ball over five times. And, uh, and, and really, you could look at it and go, we turned it over two more times because you got stopped on fourth down. And one of them was really, really critical. The, the fourth and one from the inside the five-yard line uh, where you mishandled the ball and, and as a result, turned the ball over and, and uh, BYU got it back and n- basically nullified your thought to get a touchdown and tie up the game at the time. Yeah, no, I mean, it just uh, not here to... You know he's he's doing the best he can mm-hmm. uh, in the situation, but I mean it's clear Jake Strong is not ready <laughs> to be you know directing a Division One offense against Big Twelve caliber competition, not even great competition in BYU, but still um, he's just in in a bit, in above his head a little bit. He may end up being a really good quarterback for the Red Raiders, but it's just with his limited amount of experience and um, just you know, limited amount of time really, um, on campus, you know, there's nothing to be that you can, nothing compares to experience. Right. And right now he's mm-hmm. the, the young man looks like he's doing everything he can, but he's just a little bit in over his head. Uh, strong was 19 to 37, three interceptions did throw a touchdown, 236 yards. Um, but it's the, it's the three there at the end of his line that, yeah. is 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 huge um and then uh involved in a couple of fumbles as well uh whatever happened there miscommunication somebody thought they were going to get the ball or didn't think they were going to get the ball but <clears throat> Taj Brooks was involved in both of those Taj ran for 31 totes on the game a net of 105 yards had a touchdown and uh, his longest was for 18 uh yards on the day so I mean, the defense, <clears throat> the defense kept you in there. Yeah, they absolutely did. You know, um, you know, aside from, aside from giving up that, you know, fifty-five yard run to L.J. Martin right there on the first drive, um, that was 
probably the most explosive play of the night. Uh, they would they would run BYU would for 150 yards. They averaged 67 coming in, so that's uh, that's you know a little more than what they've been doing. Uh, Slovis, their quarterback, I mean, he threw two touchdowns, but it wasn't like he was dissecting things. 15 to 27, 127 yards. Uh, got sacked once. His longest play was for 32. I mean, you know, even into the fourth quarter, um, you had a shot, um, but didn't really feel like you had a shot just because of the way that the offense was playing. Yeah, it would have taken um, you to kind of really get it going. You know, you were able to. It felt like you were able to move this this. The chains a little bit, and then you'd you'd see a, st- a drive stall out for whatever reason. You'd man, penalties were a big issue um, in, in the contest that just kept killing, help helping to kill drives, and mm-hmm. um, be, and and you did get that one drive, and all of a sudden you're down thirteen, and you get the ball back, and you're moving it again, and you feel like okay, well, if you can get a score here, then you have life, but you know, then you you throw another interception and just you know kill any chance. Uh, Texas Tech penalized nine times for 80 yards. BYU four for 24. 625 this morning. We'll uh, mix it up with this game and more uh, as we uh, get you ready for the bye week. The bye may be coming at a really good time. Uh, No game this week. Your next action will be a week from Thursday when Texas Christian comes to town for a night game and a Thursday night game at Jones Stadium. 625 this morning. On Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Oh, by the way, there's still the National League Championship Series going on. Philly leads that one three games to two. 6.45 this day in sports history. The Morning Drive on Double T 97.3. We need somebody to play for the American League team to win, <laughs> right, right? I mean, it, it's not. It only feels like the World Series right now in the American League Championship Series. I tr- trust me. Whoever wins the National League, they're going to put up a fight too. No, they right. They want to win too, right? Right. Uh, Just they, hoping there's no letdown. Yeah. For whoever wins it. Yeah, between the Astros and the Rangers, right? Right. I would feel like that would be you would worry about that more if it was the Rangers, just for them to get past the Astros. I mean, the Astros mm-hmm. have been there before. Yeah, and they've won World Series mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Sure. You wouldn't think that they would think beating the Rangers is is the ultimate. Yeah. yeah. You uh you asked me the other day and we were talking about this off the air because I was I was talking about um the guys that are on the set after the after the games. You've got, you know, uh Jeter and you've got you know, Big Poppy and and uh, and A Rod, and you asked me how how Jeter was doing, and I, I I said I think he's I think he's good. He's different than what um, David Ortiz and and Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez is kind of the he's kind of Hollywood. Big Poppy is flamboyant because that's who he is, and then Jeter's he's steady Eddie. You know, he's calm and rational and and gives gives good thoughts. He kind of like you. Is kind of what he is. Wow. Okay. okay, so very, of, that of, may be the biggest compliment you ever uh, given, of, Jamie. Of, of yeah. sound, of sound mind, of sound mind. I think I've told you before. I tend to root for people who I think are good people. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I think his personality is one that I feel like is kind of. I mean. What I like in a person, sure, yeah, sure. So, so Friday, Friday night during all the all the chaos, you know, there's all the chaos of talking about did he throw at him, you know, how how did Garcia respond? Dusty Baker not leaving the dugout, you know, the the whole thing. And 
And Jeter comes up with this, Jim. He, he says, you know, really, really for the Rangers, what happened for them was the failure to get the runner home from third with one out massive. was just was massive, right? And, was that massive. Was, and that was Josh. Yeah, Josh and one other, but two yeah. guys struck out. But Well, Josh was the only one with one out. And Josh was the only one with one out. Unfortunately, it was Josh. But then Josh, I thought really – I mean, he started it off last night. Yeah, that ten pitch walk. Yes, to begin it was huge. Rally was, was big. huge, yeah. huge, really big. Um, but I just thought the way that Jeter explained that was like, yeah, you're you're exactly right. It's such a it's a, such a huge momentum swing, in my opinion, mm-hmm. when you're able to defensively get out of an inning when it appears that you're about to give up a run. And first and third and and one out and not being able to get the runner home. I I just thought that was a you know that was a gave the Astros a little bit of, of a boost. Like, hey, we still got a shot here. Um, and actually, and it, it was it was second and third. I, I cheated because I looked back before I started talking about this because there was second third. You're right because yep. there was a fielder's choice that moved the runners from first yep. and second to second and third. But yeah, still you had two runners there in scoring position, and you failed to you failed to get them home or get yeah. at least at least on a pop fly you get the guy home from third. Uh, and Josh has done that before, but I mean, for and like you said, the ten pitch walk last night was was huge because uh, it kind of set the tone for the ninth inning. And, you know, he eventually comes home to score on the hit by pitch um, to kind of give you the extra run. And then, of course, the the Garcia Grand Salami uh, puts the game away and it allows the Rangers to sit LeClerc uh, in the ninth. And you bring in Andrew Heaney. Um, and he he makes quick work of the ninth. Didn't, didn't jack around there, which was nice. You saved Chapman, too, which... <clears throat> Safe. <laughs> Saved us all from Chapman. He just <laughs> makes me nervous. He just makes me. I just feel like they should just tell the the first guy he faces either son, you're either going to strike out or you're going to get a walk. <clears throat> I mean, it's basically Araldus Chapman for the last five or six years. Yeah, yeah. It's you have everybody's nervous all the time. He's nervous. The guy it's, sweats like a. He does, man. I mean, it's a heavy sweater. He yeah. is it's like, what are you, what are you doing down there to make it make you sweat so much? Um, all right, so going back to football, uh, just a little bit here. And by the way, one one last thing because this person points this out, and and it was a great comment I thought by John Smoltz last. I thought it was a great comment. He said that Abreu was using a slide step that he hadn't used in the game to hold the runner close. This person says total BS. I expect more from Smoltz. I think Smoltz is outstanding. I think he explains it so that the common man understands. He takes you inside baseball and doesn't make you feel stupid because you didn't know that. I, I think he, I think he is maybe, maybe the best analyst um, out there. I just think I think he's outstanding. I think he's really good. Now tell me again what you said. He said last night. So he said that Abreu was using a quote slide step that he hadn't used in the game to hold the runner close at first base and that that step and what he, the way that he was doing that, the way that he was pitching, caused him to lose a little bit of control of the ball. Okay. I mean, I think that's, I think that's, in, I think that's to finish that thought. But he, he cited the slide step as the reason why, one of the reasons why Garcia got hit. So I don't think Smoltz... I didn't so he get, said, did he say could have been or did he say was the way that i heard it the way that i heard it was was 
I mean, that, that it could have, I say maybe could have, could have. He didn't, he wasn't very ambiguous about it, though. He was pretty matter of fact of the slide step caused him to be kind of off a little bit. Because it's a completely different statement. If you say could have, or it, that's why he got hit. John Smoltz, there's no way anybody could know exactly. Sure. Unless you're a Brayu and yeah. you said that's where I was aiming. Yeah. I mean, John Smoltz will be smart enough not to say, well, that, that's why he got hit because of the slide step. Yeah. You could hear you could hear an analyst say, and it would make sense. Well, he used a different slide I, step, different <clears throat> delivery, and maybe that caused have him to, to lose control. Listen. I would be shocked if he said that's why he got hit. And it was part of what it was part of the mechanics of what led to it. How about that? Or it could have been. It could have been. Ha, you have to have could have been. Okay. I don't know. There. I don't know if he said could have been or could have, but yes. he he talked about the mechanics because he's taught. I mean, he's pretty good about where. Hey, this pitch needs to be here. This pitch needs to be here. You know, if he yeah. does. I mean, like I said, I agree with you. I think he's terrific. I think he's just. I think he's. I think he's awesome. And because of that, I don't think there's any way he would have been definitive, mm-hmm. and that's why he got hit. Yeah. Could have been yes. Yeah. Could have been the moment was too big. Could have been the ball slipped out of his hands. Could have been somebody snapped a camera in it and made him blink. Right. I mean, it could have been a million different things. Right. Right. What he's saying makes sense, but there's no way he can be definitive. Uh, this. This fine critique so far. Tech is in the dumpster and all your time this morning is the Rangers. Uh, they're playing for an American League championship. And we'll get to it. I mean, we got we got three hours. We got five days this week. We got 20. I, I 20. think you just kind of hit on it. So what else do we have left? <laughs> 640. This day in sports history is next. <laughs> your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie Lent, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. 12 hours from now, we'll be into uh, probably the first inning. I don't think it'll go this quickly uh, with uh, the Rangers and the Astros from Minute Maid. Astros have yet to win at home. Of course, the Rangers have yet to win at home in this playoff series. This particular series, the American League Championship Series. Um... I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things for the Astros. They just they get the yips about playing at home. I don't know. It's really, really weird. Uh, a couple things here. Here's, from the, oh, I mean, couldn't we could say the same thing in this series about the Rangers? Sure. I mean, the home sure. team's yet to win a game. Sure. So, yeah. Um, here's what I really hope, that this game stays close, because I will guarantee you, if this game does not stay close, mm-hmm. that that ends up with fisticuffs or people being thrown at. Or both. Oh, if this Ooh. if this ends up like a eight one win for Texas, 11, or, or you yeah. know eleven to two for the Astros, there will be a fight. Ooh, wow, there will be a fight. The these two, these two hate each other so much right the now. Bullpen gates will open, huh? Yep. Okay. You think it goes bonus Dusty, panels tonight? Dusty Baker will have Bruce Bochy in a headlock. Out there giving him a nuggie. It wouldn't take much to take down Bruce Bochy right now. I mean, he he he, he doesn't look you as... You think it would take a lot to take out Dusty? Oh, yeah. He, I mean, no offense to either of those three guys. Foot. Yeah. Neither one of them are like mm-hmm. spring chickens. Just, oh, you're right about that. Just take his wristbands and wrap it around his head so yeah. he can't see. And his toothpick. And yeah. his, <laughs> his, he'd swallow on his, his toothpick. Gloves. 
His gloves. Yeah, his gloves. <laughs> he reminds me so much of my grandfather. Dusty uh, Baker does. Oh, uh, man. He used to, my grandfather just had poor circulation or whatever. And uh-huh. so, I mean, the wintertime, yeah, he didn't want to wear gloves. But So my, my grandfather would just sit around the house and obviously he wasn't doing much. He was just sitting there watching TV or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and he'd put a pair of socks on his hands because he hated his hands being cold. And he just, <laughs> that's a Dusty Baker reminds me. <laughs> we used to goof on my grand My grandfather, was, his mind was good till the end. And so we would, you know, kind of needle him a little bit sure. and talk a little mm-hmm. trash with him. And and uh, we would always goof on him about it. So it was fun. That's, that's when I'll know the end is near is yeah. when when the phenoms come over and they goof on me because I've got something stupid that I'm doing. Right? They'll know the end is near. Um. So you're saying that <laughs> like as of today or maybe over the last 63 years, you mm-hmm. haven't been at the house doing stupid things? Um. Because I would assume yeah, I just figure that <laughs> your personal life is just like your work life. Yeah, <laughs> I do stupid stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 I do. And so much like your, you probably could have said when I start wearing socks on my hand, oh, the ends are near. Yeah, sure, end but like near. doing yeah. stupid things because I'm just gonna tell you, Chuck, I've been doing stupid things at the sure. house for a long, long time. That's a fair I don't point. think it meant that I was about to die. That's and a, that's and a your fair kids point. have probably goofed on you for those stupid if things. If they haven't, I'm a little disappointed. In I'm, those trying two. To, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to think what what I could do, but I'm sure that there'll be something. Uh, somebody says this. Somebody says this. It's so bad. We're at the point of having to analyze quote hiking of the ball. Yep, but that's okay, about sums right. it up. I mean, I guess that's just my era of growing up. We said hike, you know, hike the ball, but you know now it's snap. Everybody snaps the ball. I don't think that was the texter's point. Oh. I thought he was making fun of me saying the word hike. No. In addition to He's saying, making the fun of the fact of how bad the football team is. He's not making fun of anything. He's frustrated by yeah. the, with the fact that we can't even accomplish the most simple thing. Yeah, right. That's his point. Okay. I don't think it had anything to do with your hiking term. Okay, okay. Uh, Chuck, was it you or Coach McGuire that said stats would be a strength of the team? No, he said... He said the offensive line would be a strength. I he thought did. he would be really good. But I thought he would be good. I thought mm-hmm. Rusty's stats would be better. I didn't think we'd be sitting here going, okay, why do we? Why can't we snap, hike, throw, whatever it is, the ball back to the quarterback crisply? Why do, why do, we feel, why do I feel like we have the yips on that? Because I think we have the yips on that. Now, if he's injured, then let's you, – you, I can't – I mean – got to get somebody else in there then. So, you said you thought it affected guys all season long. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to tell you that that I've noticed it that much during the the rest of the season. I mean, here or there, there's bad snaps, but that's every team. Good teams, bad. I just teams, feel like whatever. it's been more. There's been. It seems like there's been more there, than than what there should be. Okay, well, this Saturday it definitely felt like there was more, but yeah. throughout the course of the season, I felt like it was a normal amount. Okay. Uh, this, my very short take on Saturday. You couldn't throw the ball accurately. Had the ball. I think um, that's supposed to be hand the ball off. Oh, hand the ball off successfully, right? No. Or stop BYU often enough to make up for the other two. Penalties had little to nothing to do with not knowing what to do with the ball. Strong as a true freshman, so he can learn, but he learning on the job always sucks. Yes. 
Yeah, I, I can't be mad at the kid. I'm not either. Or I'm a not, young man, whatever no. you want to say. I, yeah. I just think that he's man, he's been put in a tough spot. Um, what was the last latest point of the game that you felt Tech was still in the game? Not technically, but just felt. Well, I'll just say this. I take copious notes when I'm watching the Cowboys or the Red Raiders. Um, and I stopped on drive number eight. Okay. I stopped on drive number eight. Then on drive number eight, Texas Tech gave it up on downs. 14 nothing is when I waved the white flag. So I, I, I got to at least pass 24-7. to seven. I got past the fake punt by Nehemiah Martinez for a first down. That was at nine thirty-five in the in the third quarter. Um, twenty-four. So I was at least past twenty-four-seven when I stopped taking notes, which I never do. I just I don't know why. I just like I just mm-hmm. kind of gave up. Really can't say never. But you mean? did right. I never <laughs> I never had before. Okay, there you there go. You go. <laughs> never had before. There you go. Never um, had before. Fourteen nothing. Is it? Am I allowed to say that? I thought you were back in it. I mean, because I felt like, man, this this is not going well. You're not going to win. But then, yeah, uh, your offense had had gained mm-hmm. some life, and you're yeah. down twenty seven fourteen. Yeah, and you're marching right down the field. Yeah, and I felt like there was enough time to. Mm-hmm. Your defense had been really good. I felt like, hey, man, we we score here, and let's say with five minutes left in the game, we still have a shot. Mm-hmm. And then you threw another interception. Threw an interception. Yeah. So I went that deep and still okay. feeling like we have a shot. I I I, I, I never got back there, but I never took any notes. I got. So. Well, I mean, I, I I mean, you guys kind of rely on me for the tidbits and things like that, and you know, I try to always make sure that I have have some. By let, the way, let us. How about we let us decide on what we rely on? Okay. Well, I did. I did run into somebody in one of my many many, you know, off campus meetings from this place last week. Uh, one, I did run into a morning drive listener who said he enjoyed the tidbits. That's good. He's so I got one person on my side, but I mean, you had twelve. You had twelve possessions in the ball game. A lot of that was to do to your own. The number of times you ran the football, um, in addition to the number of times that they ran. But six, six of those twelve ends in disaster. Whether it's on downs or or um, or turnovers, and that doesn't count the Miles Price punt return. Uh, where the ball gets popped out and uh, you're unable to recover after a, a nice return. The one... How is that? Yeah, no. Okay. How is what? Yeah, no, I'm thinking of a different game. Never mind. Okay. Um, and the, the and then the, the best punt return that you had, you were penalized for because you got the ball into plus territory and you end up having the ball from your own 10. So it makes it pretty doggone difficult. Um, when you're operating inside the 15-yard line with a freshman quarterback or any quarterback. Mm-hmm. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Okay, in honor of this Red Raider football team, who I think most of us Red Raider fans would say um, what we predicted or thought the season was going to be like. Um, we've come up short. Mm-hmm. We've come up wrong in predictions. Yeah. We've come up disappointed in expectations, all the above. I want you to give me your biggest sports miss. 
on something that you thought you knew in sports mm. and it turned out to be just almost embarrassingly the opposite way. Oh man. <clears throat> Most embarrassing. I'll go first if you guys okay. would prefer. I'll go short term. Mm -hmm. I did not think Deion Sanders was going to work at Colorado. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a colossal collapse. Okay. Yep. And he's done a great job. He's done a great job. I didn't think changing that many players would work. I guess I felt like, you know, if he was given enough time, he could get it going. But what he's done in one year is just amazing. Mm -hmm. So I'll be the first to admit that I did not think it was going to go well. Doesn't mean I'm rooting for them. I still don't like the personality that is Deion Sanders, but mm -hmm. I will tip my cap and give him credit for what he's been able to do. Um, another one for me would be... Uh, and I think I've told you guys this one before. I thought Ryan Leaf was going to be a superstar. I thought he was. I thought he was better than Peyton Manning. They came out in the draft together, and I thought he was going to be phenomenal in the NFL. I thought he was the next Jim Kelly, and uh, I kind of missed on that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. So that's those are those, those are a couple of big misses. Those are there. two two for me that I can remember being really really wrong on. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was Candy Whitaker's third season, maybe fourth. They just come off a, a wrapping up the the season before where it looked like they were really building on something, and all we kept hearing in practice was that the scout team was destroying <laughs> the starters because you had a bunch of girls that were sitting out because they had they oh, the three at in. the end of the bench, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and that they you couldn't wait to see them come in next year, mm -hmm. and then they came in. And I want to say that team, and I was like, "That this team's going to make the tournament. This is going to be the team that breaks it, that we're finally putting some things together here. I'm excited about this Lady Raider <laughs> basketball program, and I think they won two conference games. I don't quote me on that, mm -hmm. I, I but I it was a disaster. And I don't think Jeff's had any hope since then. <laughs> Not for Lady Raiders, no. Yeah. Now, that he was broken that, that, that year. That doesn't mean I don't think that Krista can do it this year, because I mm -hmm. think, again, you're building on some things up. But I'm not proclaiming anything until they actually pull it off. Yeah. Um, I don't know what my prognostication would have been at the time because I wasn't doing this show at that particular time. But I thought I thought Tommy Tuberville would work. I thought I thought he would um it was quite clear very quickly that it didn't unite the fan base. Um <laughs> But I thought I thought it would be better than what it was. I didn't think he would end your bull streak. I didn't think that he would run tail after three years. I didn't. I thought it would work out better than what it did. Okay. Thought, I thought it would work out. Thought it would work out better than it did. I'm trying to think of some. I mean, I've had some colossal um, missteps in my predictions over the years. Um, you could throw. Oh, the, oh could here's throw one. Here's, here's one. I got it. I got. I got it. I thought Patrick Mahomes should stay in college another year so that he could be better. <laughs> that was a pretty big miss. Sizable. Would I mean technically maybe maybe he should have. I mean or I mean maybe. I mean, we didn't really see him play his rookie year. We're not really sure that he was ready for the NFL. Then. Right. But the decision worked out well for me. Went to a, went to really. a to a great place for him, and mm -hmm. um, and uh, 
got to spend a year studying underneath a, a good dude and yeah. he got better. So yeah, that worked out well. It wasn't like he was under Aaron Rodgers and he was under Alex Smith who fully understood what his role was. I'm not, I'm not sure that Alex thought he was going to get traded quite so quickly. You probably could see the writing on the wall though. Uh, Chuck also thought Tech would hire Mike Leach back. I, I, somebody says, how about the envelope? Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's fair. I've forgotten about that, but that's fair. Sure. Oh, we'll never forget about that. Right, right. <laughs> oh, man, somebody mentions Mark Adams. Man, I did not see in that go as poorly as it did. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> somebody, said, somebody on the chat. Are you texting in? No, huh? Why? There's somebody on the chat line that said, I can't think of a single time I was wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that person has to be from Kansas. It has to be. That could be Clint. We'll just say that's Clint. Uh, the best one, though, I think might have just come in. What Woodman's Jeff Bannister will not be fired, then getting fired five minutes later was a pretty big miss. <laughs> <laughs> that was. <clears throat> and his, uh, his wedding announcement was a pretty big miss, too. <laughs> not Choice's wedding. Let's make this clear. That wasn't Choice a prediction. Still- that was just him not knowing something. <laughs> or thinking, thinking he knew something that know. he didn't. Uh, I did not tell everyone Chuck that Baron Morton was in the portal. I did not say that. Did no, not. you kind of did though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, man, what was were the you wording on that? that Baron Morton? I said, "Were you surprised?" I said, "Were you surprised?" Were you not surprised that Baron Morton's not in the portal? Mm-hmm. It was like, huh? Wait, yeah. yeah. What? It, it it was inferring that he was in the portal. Yeah. Were you not surprised that Baron Morton's yeah. in the portal? Yeah, it was just it was just it was just poorly worded. No, it was wrongly worded. Right. Not poorly. Yeah. Sometimes you can do it poorly and there's a, oh there's mm-hmm. a better way to say it. Mm-hmm. That was just wrong. Yeah. Now, and we and that's what we discussed that day <laughs> over and over again. Now, yeah. that's not being wrong. That's not making a prediction. He yeah, that's not a prediction. So that's that not what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's not a prediction. It's <laughs> just uh Paul says this just realized the helmet turn didn't work. It was a good try. Yeah, sorry. Oh, did you turn the helmet? I did. Mm. I gave it a go. Uh, this, Maybe we face it that way, like toward you guys. No, so we're not going to show the butt of the helmet. I thought the well, uh, this person says I thought the young core on the Cubs would produce more than one World Series. Mm. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> uh, this I said Baker would never start an NFL game after his rookie year and would be out of the league in five years. Hate I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. There's that as well. All right, 7.40 this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line, go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app, presented by Happy State Bank. And uh, Visual Edge IT Hotline is open as well. Uh, this on York, it was right by an official. No emotion from player like wiping it off and it was very delayed tell officials. I don't think he did, but if he did, punishment needs to make a point. Yeah. I mean, I mean, remember, who was it? Uh, the baseball player that spit at an umpire. The, the Robbie Alomar. Robbie Alomar, yeah. I mean, that's what he's still kind of known for, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, great player, Hall of Fame player, but yeah, that's a black eye that just doesn't go away very fast. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I don't know. And and I would be if 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 he did do that and they sat him down for TCU, I'm fine with that. That make you know, sometimes you have to uh you know, make a point. You know, you have to have to, a public execution. And wow. now if it, if unless it was inadvertent, now if it was inadvertent and he took his mouthpiece out as one person suggested and he was yelling or something and spit flew out, then that that's that's different than that's a different deal. That's different than spitting on somebody like Robbie Alomar. Robbie Alomar spit on the umpire. Yeah, I mean it was and it was obvious. Yeah, I don't think Robbie Alomar has ever claimed that he yeah. didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same BYU guy also claimed he was spit on after the game as well. I don't buy it. Okay. Uh, what does the Texas Tech version of a cougar tail look like? Did you see that thing? The would you eat something like that? Uh, I don't remember what all the ingredients it's just, were. It's basically of a long john with maple topping and bacon on top of it. Yeah, I don't know. If the, does it have cream in the middle? Uh, I don't think it did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, probably, I would probably give it a try. I don't know that I would want one that big. You know, they had one of those things uh, at the donut shop in uh, Aggieville in uh, Manhattan. Uh, Fink and I were staying there. We were right across the street from it. And we went over there and got us one. They had a bacon on a long john it was pretty good it wasn't like our i don't know about top five breakfast but i mean it was it was up there not that we've got a poll or anything you know but i mean if you probably asked us we'd probably be able to come up with five breakfast spots oh yeah that that, that we would go that was it was top notch okay well i guess when we're having a slow day we'll get you know, the, maybe you can use that in your tidbit section <laughs> segment <laughs> top five places to eat breakfast away mm. from lubbock yeah there was this place in reno man i still i'd still think about that um hash brown that took up a whole plate and fink was really jelly of it because he didn't get one mm-hmm. and i did but he had the big giant cinnamon roll it's a bad deal <sighs> it's a bad deal well, hey, well, let me ask cinnamon you this rolls are good too let me, let me ask you this what is it about breakfast places? No. Okay, good. It's about the football game okay. and, so, and on the field stuff. Can't we please talk about breakfast instead? Were, were you, at any point in time, did you like kind of do the, what are we doing with regard to play calling? Because I, I really didn't. I did not this weekend. I, I just thought you're, you're hamstringed by an inexperienced yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I was not up in arms over it. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't either. You're just you're in a tough spot. Yeah, there were there were times when I was like, uh, "Hey, this guy over here was open," but I mean, I get it. I mean, but that's any quarterback, sure, even the sure, best quarterback, sure, sure, sure. And like I said, I mean, I mean, he did the best that he could, uh, and it's un, it was just unfortunate that you threw three interceptions. Because would we? Would you agree? Would you agree if Baron Morton were starting at quarterback, you'd have won that game? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, five turnovers were massive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do too. Coach McGuire did say after the game that Baron Morton would be back for the TCU game. Yeah, that was my, that's been my hope. Well, yeah. so. So, I mean, I get that the projections don't uh, have you in as a bowl team right now. But, I mean, I think you could win your next three and get yourself bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. I don't think right now I'd be super confident about winning in Austin, but I'm 
not super confident about anything right now. But a couple home games against some bad football teams and a Kansas team that really hasn't beaten a good football team all yeah. year long. I think you got a shot. Yeah. I would I don't know that you would be the favorite in that road game in Lawrence. I would I would probably favor the Jayhawks. Um and it's toss up as far as I'm concerned with the UCF and the TCU games. I mean, who are any of those teams? It's like when going into this weekend, who's BYU? Who's Texas Tech? Which one of them is going to show up? You know, and and I feel the same way about those TCU and UCF teams. I mean, who knows? Again, it's just a conference this year. Very, very mediocre football. And if if you were asked to stake your life on it right now, would you say that uh, the Big 12 championship game would feature Texas and Oklahoma? Uh, yeah, I would. I don't know that I would. I don't know. I'd dive into your stake my life on anything thing, but okay. I don't think um, I I can't think of a single person right now that I think is a sane human being that would predict that either Oklahoma or Texas is not going to be in the Big Twelve championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, this week's games: number six Oklahoma is at Kansas, Houston is at K State, West Virginia is at UCF. Neil Brown may be back to fighting for his job after their loss to Oklahoma State. BYU is at Texas. Iowa State's at Baylor. Boy, BYU's getting Texas at just the right time, aren't they? Quinn Ewers is going to be out. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Iowa State's at Baylor. That's a question of, you know, who is Baylor? Who is Iowa State? And then Cincinnati at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State appears to be rolling right now jamie they are they got a road win mm-hmm. it's a nice one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean they're they're three and one in the conference along with iowa state texas and kansas state kansas state's coming up there and then log jam at two and two with kansas byu west virginia and baylor i my hunch is that is it of those two and two teams KU's the best of the two and two my hunch of the three and ones. I mean, I, you could on any given day. It's, it's going to be Texas because they're number seven. But the other three, it's like I think K State's better than Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State's better than Iowa State. But they're all behind Texas. Would you buy that? Um, didn't Iowa State beat Oklahoma State? I still feel like Oklahoma. I feel like the way that Oklahoma State's playing right now. But they're the they're the better team. But Iowa State has not played Oklahoma State. Yes, they did. They beat them thirty four twenty seven. You're right. Mm-hmm. That was on September the twenty third, though. Yeah, maybe the Ewers injury changes things. Maybe Texas is not as doesn't doesn't um, isn't able to you know survive as well without him. Yeah. 823 this morning here on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double T 973.com for the uh, mobile app. Uh, it's presented by Happy State Bank and the Visual Edge IT hotline is open as well. Um, okay. I wonder how, I wonder, if, I wonder what people would say to this. You can only win one. 
if you're a Ranger fan or an Astro fan or a Tech soccer fan, you could only win one. Which would you want? Like one is guaranteed. Just the one that's maybe most emotionally involved in this. Big 12 championships don't come around very often. Neither do but you don't need League. it to be in the NCAA tournament. Right. Rangers win, they're in the World Series. Rangers. Rangers win, they're in the World Series. Okay. You take the Rangers? I'm going to take the Rangers because the women's soccer team is making the NCAA tournament. Jeff makes a a really good point. I'm not. I, I would take Tech soccer team, though, just because I'm not emotionally invested in the Rangers and Astros, except for the Josh part of it. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.